by leaps and bounds. Our topic today, family wealth and income. Of course, a, a backdrop for you. We are continuing to examine why normal was never enough, acknowledging barriers that generational inequities have created, leading to a norm where people of color earn significantly less money and have far less assets than the median household in Kent County. What does that mean for our communities and for our youth? So let's bring you in, Dr. Juan Olivares, recently retired can't imagine you retired as the Distinguished Scholar in Residence for Diversity, Equity, and Inclusion at Grand Valley. Of course, you serve on the board of directors for both First Steps Kent, K-Connect, and more. So we want to discuss with you this topic. Dr. Olivares, good morning to you. Good morning, Shirley. Yes. Thank you for having me. You're welcome. Uh, seeing on many uh, social media sites, uh, awarded for this and that, and glad to personally uh, serve on a board or two with you and uh, learn from your good wisdom. Uh, I guess you're retired? <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying. I, <laughs> I have failed a couple of times, so I'm, I'm trying. <laughs> failed's a strong word and uh, good that you failed, but uh, uh, take care of you, yourself, certainly, and your own family. Would you tell talk a bit about yourself and your most recent position with, with Grand Valley, if that's important to know? Well, Shelley, I've been in the community for um, over 50 years, uh, and uh, I've had a wonderful career in education and also in uh, philanthropy and nonprofit sectors. And uh, I love this community. The, the last three years I have spent at Grand Valley uh, at the Johnson Center, and uh, I uh, was on a three-year grant that uh, was mainly to study uh, diversity, equity, and inclusion in the philanthropic and nonprofit sector. And so I studied things like inclusive growth and the talent pipeline into the sector and so forth. So it's been uh, quite enjoyable and, and a good way uh, to kind of sunset my career. Thank you for that. Let's get into a bit of our conversation. And there is an inclusive growth video and an initiative that is entitled Normal Was Never Enough. Can you talk a little bit about this and perhaps what they have in common set up our conversation? Sure, Shelley. Um, both of these campaigns uh, are, are raising awareness. That, that's the main focus. Uh, we want to bring light to um, all the disparities that uh, we know about, we see, we feel, and uh, we're trying to get people to um, get involved in terms of solving uh, these uh, these huge problems that we have that, that need to be contained. Uh, both of these efforts are intended to create um, conversations that, that, that hopefully will lead to, to action, perhaps bold action, which is what we're seeing that we need, and... Uh, and the other thing that they're trying to do is to bring collaboration and coordination of all efforts, great things that are going on, but bringing them closer together. And uh, perhaps lastly, uh, I would say that the end goal of both of these is to increase uh, prosperity for more people in our community, especially uh, those that have been historically left behind, specifically people of color. What are the barriers that keep many people from economic prosperity and that disproportionately affect black and brown families? Well, there's, unfortunately, there are a lot of them, mm. um, Ms. Shelley, but let me, um, let me point out those that I think uh, are, are extremely important um, when we talk about trying to eliminate these barriers. One is education. 
And, and that's a big one. Um, our kids need to be ready by five, five years old, uh, entering kindergarten. And uh, we know that uh, Black and Latinx children are more likely than all other children in Kent County to start kindergarten without the language, uh, math, and other skills that help them be successful in school. And uh, starting early is very critical to educational attainment. And we all measure in our communities educational attainment. Um, the other thing I would say is uh, affordable quality child care. This is an economic issue and it's imperative. We need women in the workforce and um, a lot of women are held behind because uh, they can't afford the child care. Um, and perhaps quality child care is not available close to them. So we need to address that. Um, a third item I would bring up would be um, access to opportunities. We have to be very mindful of that. Access to education at all levels, uh, starting early, and, and quality education. Um, employment, access to employment, being able to uh, to, to, to get a job, to... Um, to retain a job, to get to a job, and so forth. Uh, affordable housing and health care are also opportunities that we need to make uh, accessible to, to people. And the last item that I want to bring up is probably uh, systemic racism, which um, is, a, is a tough topic, but one that we must address. Uh, there are systemic issues around housing, employment practices, um, lending practices like to, to buy a home or to start a small business. And so we need to look at those um, systemic uh, uh, issues that we have. Those are just some, yes. but they're very, very critical. Generational issue is often the term for black and brown families. This could be dubbed. Would you explain that more? Sure. Um, I talk a lot about this. Yeah. Um, it's really hard for families to get ahead these days, uh, and, and we know that uh, in our own community, 30 to 40 percent of families um, live paycheck to paycheck, uh, and that's astounding. And, and we saw the effects of that uh, during this pandemic, um, the number of people out of work, and uh, that was really, really tough when there's nothing to back them up. And according to local data, um, a third of, of all of our families, uh, and, and we know that two-thirds of all black families are struggling to just pay for basic needs in, in, uh, in our community. This is, uh, this is not acceptable. And, um, and the other thing I'd like to, to bring up uh, around this topic is uh, we are worse off today than we were uh, 50, 70 years ago. Mm. Um, one of our measures uh, in terms of uh, generational gaps and this generational issue uh, for everyone, but especially for black and brown families, but uh, we are worse off today when it comes to doing better than our parents. Uh, for instance, in 1950, 80% of young people were doing better than their parents. Um, today, we're down to 50% of uh, younger people um, doing better than their parents. So this is a critical issue we need to pay attention to, not just nationally, but uh, locally. 
This segment we call by Leaps and Bounds, talking all things important with Dr. Juan Olivares, of course, recently retired, this distinguished scholar in residence for diversity, equity, and inclusion with Grand Valley. Would you expand uh, some of this, maybe repeat, but biggest needs right now facing families with young kids in Kent County? Bring it local. (laughs) Okay. Uh, And I've mentioned some of these already, but... uh, How about uh, going back to child care? I, th- I think uh, child care is very, very critical. And uh, those of us that uh, work out in the community see that this is a very essential need. We need to look at the cost for that, and we need to make sure it's available to uh, all, all uh, spaces in our community. Uh, the other thing would be employment. And, and when we talk about employment, we need to raise the issue of livable wages, um, families have to have livable wages in order to uh, meet their needs, and um, and 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 then wealth building, wealth, uh, and I don't mean being rich, but I mean having uh, some wealth in in your uh, family uh, savings, and making enough to put a little bit aside for rainy days. Owning a home is is an indicator of, of building wealth. And uh, we need to make sure that people can can buy a home, get started in in owning a home. And then um, something very critical in in our community is uh, financial literacy. How do we get there? How do we save? How do we save uh, for education? How do we save to buy a car? Because transportation is so critical. So these are really essential uh, needs in our community that we can all pay attention to. In whatever sector we're in, we can pay attention to these three things. So ways as a whole that Kent County can step up, what can I do to help? Well, uh, think about uh, young children. Young children, uh, that's our future. And the way we can invest in children is to invest in parents, making sure that uh, they are economic uh, secure, economically secure, making sure that uh, we're paying attention to the housing issues that, that I raised, the health issues. Um, and, uh, and, and one of the things that King County has done a really good job with, and that is passing the Ready by Five millage, which is uh, really doing some great things for uh, parents and for young children. But we know that's not enough, so we have a lot more to do. And um, we have to uh, realize that uh, we all have to be moving in the same direction when we talk about what can we do. And uh, I I know it's a heavy lift and kind of people take a gasp when we talk about some of these issues because uh, they're they're complicated and they're deep and they're interconnected to um, everything from – livable wages to having good access to uh, jobs and education and training and so forth. Yes. What would you leave us with regarding a resource? Well, I'll leave you with a couple of resources um, where I think people can get a lot of information. One of them is uh, the um, normalwasneverenough.com, normalwasneverenough.com. Um, that has a lot of information, a lot of good uh, data that people can get informed, but also uh, what they can do. And also, I would direct you to the johnsoncenter.org slash inclusive growth. That's johnsoncenter.org slash inclusive growth. And uh, that has a lot of uh, my collection of work 
that I did over the past three years uh, at Grand Valley, and that will, again, get you informed, but also uh, steer you in some directions that you might be very helpful with. And, of course, the two organizations uh, that I serve on the board on is uh, K-Connect, um, a wonderful organization that's bringing people together uh, to achieve social change, especially around early childhood. And, um, I'm sorry, uh, uh, K-Connect is around bringing people together to build a stronger community, but working together. And First Steps Kent is all around early childhood and, and changing the systems that we have uh, to be more uh, uh, stronger and to be more powerful in terms of raising our next generation. So those yep. are two, uh, an additional two uh, sources. Yes, there will be a next generation. It's called the circle of life. Still trucking we are. Dr. Juan Oliveros, thank you very much. On behalf of what you do, you are a Laker for a lifetime, even though you're retired. And, of course, uh, of the many hats you continue to wear. What a pleasure. See you soon. Thank you, Shelley. Great conversation. Thank you. <laughs> 